Hey everyone, you're listening to Pistons and Prosecco, a podcast dedicated to showcasing awesome wedding vendors and providing a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding industry. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornsson, owner of Jack's 47 Mobile Bar. We create a better experience for your guests by serving delicious drinks on draft with style. Now today is a little bit different. We're not interviewing uh, any wedding vendors or wedding pros, but actually uh, one of my couples. Um, this is Ashley York, who's coming in from new york to get married down here in Asheville, and we're going to talk a little bit about that process and learn more about her um travels here and the difficulty planning a wedding from afar so ashley thank you so much for joining me um here on the podcast yeah thank you for having me so you right now you're in new york city but when i met you you were living in florida is that correct yes just outside of fort lauderdale we were we're living there and in the midst of planning, uh, we decided to do everything that I, they tell you, a, you know, a new couple not to do. And that is <laughs> leave a state, move, start two new careers. And uh, yeah, plan a wedding. <laughs> you've been on, yeah, and you've been on quite, quite the journey then because um, you had to reschedule your wedding from last uh, May to next yes. June. Right. Is that correct? Correct. Reluctantly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We were looking forward to it. And I remember, I feel like it was almost a year ago, you and Ralph traveled down to Asheville to do a tasting with me to sample some different signature cocktails. Was that last summer or last fall? I'm trying to remember. It was last fall, last September, actually. Wow. Uh, so, I'm wow. <laughs> yeah, we've been planning a long time. <laughs> That's wild. So, so what made you choose Asheville, uh, North Carolina, of all the destinations um, in the country? So I'm originally from Charlotte, but I lived mostly in Fort Mill, South Carolina. And as a middle school field trip, you got to visit the Biltmore. And I still have photos from sixth grade. And I just remember love, loving the history, loving the mountains. And I've always loved the mountains. Um, but Ralph, we met in Florida, uh, but all of his family lives in here in New York, and my family is either in the Carolinas or Tennessee. Um, so we figured, why not have kind of like a North meets South uh, wedding? We knowing that our families would never probably see each other again, so we wanted to create a weekend for them in a destination that would provide something for everyone. And Asheville came to mind right away. Um, mind you, I lived in the Carolinas, but our families never went to Asheville. So I said, there's gotta be a hidden secret here. Like they just don't know about. And one weekend we decided, okay, let's, let's take a trip. Let's visit. And if Ralph enjoyed himself, then we, we knew that this was going to be it. <laughs> so you decided to visit before you booked the venue. Is that correct? Like you wanted to convince Ralph that it was a good place to get married? Yes. We did. We looked at a, I did a, you know, a little bit of research and you can look at Charleston if you want a certain, you know, beachy theme, but we lived at the beach, so we didn't want that. Mm -hmm. um, we looked at a place in Virginia. I mean, we looked at exactly what would be halfway from New York to Florida. Mm -hmm. And we said, you know, okay, let's, let's we'll put that one as like a second option. And we just automatically said, okay, Asheville, we took some friends with us. We wanted to get their opinion. And it didn't take much convincing. As soon as we got off the plane and had a couple beers, it was like, we're not searching for anywhere else. That's awesome. And uh, 
I believe you picked the barn at Honeysuckle Hill, right? As your we did. wedding reception venue. Now, in that process, you know, was that one of those where you, it was your first one and you fell in love and you decided on that? Or did you look at a whole bunch and, you know, the barn at Honeysuckle Hill uh, did better than the others? I'd, I'd like to know that process, how that works. Yeah. Um, so Ralph and I both are in the event world. He's on the food and beverage side um, with, with accounting and then myself being um, overseeing events. So we were looking for a venue that would really be able to take over and that we didn't feel like we were working. So we wanted to do the research and then find vendors that we would trust to do a good job. That way we could enjoy our day. Um, and we looked at a lot of magazines and even just traveling and looking at different spaces. We found um, actually three venues and, and it boiled down to two that we did site visits for. And uh, one day we went to both of them, had a great experience at one and Honeysuckle at first, I was like, I don't know, I, you know, what do I want this? And it was just, you know, the bride going through and overthinking things. Yeah. And Candace um, really sold us and she showed me her process and it felt like as if I were planning it, if I was working there and taking pride in something and just being so meticulous and her notes. And when I saw her color coding of how she held um, everyone accountable that she worked with, I felt really comfortable in trusting her for the day and the way she does her packages. Um, it just felt like it was a perfect match for a destination, given that we aren't there to do a lot of site uh, visits. We're not there to do a lot of um, consultations with a lot of vendors. I felt she had already done the legwork for us. So it took a lot of the worry out. And that's a big thing because you have so much to deal with on your wedding day. For Absolutely. Someone, yeah. Absolutely. And for us, this wedding, um, I, what I've been told is that we really have thought about our guests more than we have ourselves. And I think that's, um, that's a compliment to us, but it really is about our families and the weekend that we're going to be creating um, for them because we know that they're not going to get this chance to meet again. Uh, we really want to make sure that everything is seamless, that everybody enjoys what they're doing that day. And that's where that trusting the vendors and, um, and building the relationships just like we have with you, knowing that you're going to give a, a certain level of service that we know that our guests are going to enjoy and you're going to enjoy giving that service. So mm -hmm. it's, it's been really fun to just talk it out and say, here's our vision. And then it, knowing that our vendors are going to make it happen. It's just yeah. an easier time for us. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's something that Candace said in our interview is that, uh, trusting vendors because we are professionals. We have done a lot of events and, um, you know, and I think it's hard sometimes when you have such a vision of what you want to see happen, um, expecting the vendors to hold that same vision. But uh, if you do find the right ones that you vibe with, I think it's a lot easier to make that happen. Um, I want to go back to the other venue. You don't have to mention it by name, but mm -hmm. I want to know, what about that venue? And this is for all the venue owners and managers out there. What about that venue didn't wow you? Because it sounded like Candace wowed you with her organization and her process and her passion. What about that other venue didn't, how did they not sell you? Sure. Um, and I will say that 
the venue that we were also considering, they did a great job. I mean, they really did the legwork and I'm, I believe I'm not easy in the beginning because I have a lot of questions and, and I know we know contracts and we know the verbiage and uh, we know how things work. So I will say that off the bat, we knew we were going to be a little bit more difficult as far as the homework that um, we would request of our vendors. But for us, the venue that we went to, it was, it was more all inclusive, it was more in house and it didn't, didn't allow us the flexibility that, um, that honeysuckle allows to have varying vendors mm -hmm. and we couldn't have someone like you be at our space. Um, so in planning that weekend, we really, as much as we wanted to have certain vendors to choose from, we still had that. We still were able to say, oh, well, we like this about this vendor, but we can kind of cherry pick. Whereas the all-inclusive, it sounds great for a destination, but at some point I feel that we were going to kind of get lost and stuck into what they only can provide. Yeah, that's a really good point. Something I like to bring up to folks is that all-inclusive is great if you just really don't care about the details. <laughs> like right. not to be a, not a turn to offend anyone, but if you don't really, if you're a particular and you don't want certain vendors and you're willing to pay the all-inclusive convenience fee, which there is, then, sure. then go ahead. Great. It's, it's perfect because they take care of so much of the wedding day. But if you do have uh, vendors in mind, if you want to kind of make it custom, kind of make it your own, all-inclusive is not the way to go, in my opinion. No, we, um, we have a theme for our wedding. And what we told our vendors was, this is our theme. We would love for you to incorporate it with your own style. Beatles, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's, that's a unique one, right? It's not, it's not going to be in your face you know, but there are going to be elements of that. And to see the excitement from some of our vendors, we would just wouldn't have that with an all-inclusive because speaking from coming from an all-inclusive property, you, I mean, you can only do so much, but when you have some of our other vendors who can incorporate things, even if it's the names of the food that we're having, or, you know, just little details from the band, the band is, you know, going to be, dressed up and getting different things. I mean, those are very unique things that couldn't happen in certain environments and in certain venues. So this for us is still giving that element of excitement. I agree. And, yeah, and I love, level of creativity. I love how, how you put it that way because, you know, that when I think back on, you know, a lot of the venues that I've visited or learned about, the all-inclusive ones, um, it's almost like there's a template and that makes sense for the venue owners, right? Because they know exactly who's working and exactly how everything works and it's easier for them. Um, and it's more reliable, right? So you're not dealing with all these different vendors. Like I get it. If I was a venue owner, you know, I might be on the verge of doing something all inclusive, but I look, you know, look around and talk to couples like you who do want to customize it. And, you know, it seems like you did not go with that venue because of that uh, aspect, right? Yeah, it, it, just mean, did, it just didn't give us the flexibility that we wanted a little wriggle, wiggle room. We didn't want to, you know, reinvent the wheel here, but we did want the wiggle room and we wanted creativity to flow. And not to say that it wouldn't have been great to have it there. It just didn't fit our, our end vision that we wanted. 
Exactly. All right. Well, I'm done bashing all inclusive venues. <laughs> I do it all the time because I can't work at them. I get all mad because I can't work at them. But there's a lot of venues out there and we're booking plenty of weddings. So I shouldn't be sour. <laughs> um, all right. So Ashley, I want to know about how you and Ralph met. Do you mind telling me that story? Sure. Um, he hates this story, actually. <laughs> um, we actually met uh, at our place of work in Florida. He wasn't technically working there. Every day it's like something new of just, you know, you've got a local a local butcher. There's a pizzeria that you, you know, the guy and, you know, take some time to get into. Mm. But um, it's a it's great community feel up here. So where exactly are you in? So we are in Lynbrook, New York. So Nassau County on Long Island. Okay. Yes. And so, I found out that you say on Long Island, you're not in Long Island. Because it's an island. Yeah. Which is really <laughs> weird to think about, but we are on an island. So yeah, that's yeah. funny. Um, and so let's back, let's get back to the the wedding thing. Sorry, I'm just thinking about, um, just popped into my head. You've done one visit from Florida. Is that right? And you're supposed to do one from New York before the wedding? We did. We, so we actually have done two from Florida and then uh, we were supposed to do one from New York. Yes. Okay. And that was supposed to be the final one because that was back in the springtime. Yes, March 16th. Um, we remember it well. At 3 a.m., we decided to cancel due to everything going on. Um, that was going to be our final walkthrough. And it just, it, unfortunately, we did proceed with going through final details, but that has all since been put on pause. Well, and how's that uh, process been of rescheduling? Because uh, I know you had, you know, quite a few different vendors booked. Um, did that all go? pretty pretty easy or did you lose some along the way uh have, have any issues with that i have to say that um our vendors were very very understanding and to candace's credit working with um everyone trying to find a date that worked um you know i think when you as a bride you pick a date and you're set on that date and you have koozies made and you have all these things that you know have may 30th 2020 and and then all of a sudden that date doesn't mean the same anymore. Um, you know, we wanted to say, okay, what's going to work for everyone? What's going to be safest for everyone? And we chose our vendors for a particular reason. So we wanted to make sure that the date worked for them as well. Mm -hmm. um, in that we said, if, if there's a way that we can do more for our vendors in the time that we have to save more money, um, we'd like to also give them more business because it, the time allows for it. And after all this is over, we're all going to need a big party. So if we can be that, then, then that's, that's what we want to be. So in trying to find, um, a date that worked, we really put it in, in your guys' hands and said, okay, what dates do you find are available for you right now? And that's really what it boiled down to. We, we're already upset and stressed enough about having to actually reschedule. We said, let's not make it more difficult than it needs to be. Yeah. And, and just find a date that works for everyone. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, and speaking of those vendors, did Candace recommend all those or did you find some on your own? How did that look from a 
you know, procuring all those different vendors look like? Based on the package that she provided, um, we went with vendors that were all in her package with the exception of our officiant, you, and, um, uh, oh, and our uh, cakes and desserts. Um, that was, we did some taste testing on that one. But um, yeah, we, we chose that we already had some things in mind. And for you specifically, we had seen your advertisement in a magazine. And because Ralph and I are planning the wedding together and we're paying for this wedding, we wanted to make sure that it was elements that we wanted. And Ralph really thought your concept was neat. And so we were able to, to go through your booking process. And because of the way the um, Honeysuckle allows us, it was an easy process to get you on board as well. Yeah, because we did a, an event there last, our first one was last September. The infamous Ferris wheel, right? Ferris <laughs> I wheel believe wedding. is what you said, yeah. Yeah, with the petting zoo. Um, yes. I, I believe you booked before that though. So we- I did, yes. I hadn't worked with Candace yet or the barn. Um, so now, yeah, hopefully now we're in the packet. Who knows though? <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was really great. And, and again, I think it just boils down to, uh, you know, in Florida, I knew vendors, but in Asheville, I didn't know anyone. So finding, finding someone that I trusted that had already done the legwork. And I truly know from my own experience, if you have a great working relationship from your vendors, that you're going to have a better experience for your guest. So you know, that was a driving force. And, and I know that sometimes, you know, vendors don't always get along, but if there's history there and that they work well and they know expectations for each other, that it just makes for an overall uh, winning situation for us. Yeah. Um, so I'm curious, who did you end up picking for catering? Uh, smash events, actually. Oh, yeah. That's so we did the... <laughs> the yes. So it was, yes, it was great that you had worked with them before. Um, yeah, Ashley and Nestor, they were really excited about the theme, and they happen to be Beatles fans as well. So that was, you know, pretty perfect. Yeah, they do a really good job with the theme aspect of things. Um, you know, making that, taking that vision and running with it. I, th I think for that Furious to a Wedding, they had a little cotton candy cocktail stand so we had the truck with beers and ciders and wines and they had this little kind of like theme park you know or carnival themed cotton candy cocktail oh wow stand. so you know they really they really get it they understand how to i think put that vision into reality which i think is really what it's all about you know when you're looking at vendors um is can they execute your vision so absolutely. I really mean, this, th there's a lot of pressure on, on somebody's wedding, you know, and sometimes I can be difficult, but other times, you know, we have to remember like why we're getting married. And I think that's like a humbling reminder, right. um, and, and why we're doing it. So at the end of the day, um, Ralph and I made a promise to each other. If we weren't having fun during the wedding process and planning, then why would we do it? So yeah. being able to have that also as a reminder really helps in that creativity and, and really coming, you know, an idea coming together. Totally. Well, I'm really looking forward to, to the wedding for sure. That's going to be a lot of fun. And you decided to book us for the weekend. So we're doing the rehearsal dinner, doing beer, wine, maybe cider. And then for <laughs> the uh, wedding reception, we're going to do some the same plus signature cocktails. 
Yes. Um, yes. So we're excited to have you uh, meet our guest on Friday evening and build um, a, a relationship so that on Saturday there's that familiarity totally. um, to you and then possibly some of the, the drinks on tap, but it, at least get to see two different trucks. Yeah. Yeah. You got the red one on Friday, mm-hmm. blue one on Saturday. So we do have a lot of couples that take advantage of that. Our wedding weekend package. Uh, are you doing anything on Sunday by any chance? I'm always curious. Are you doing like a brunch or something? Or are you just saying, do your own thing? Asheville has plenty of awesome restaurants. We are not. Um, so one thing about Asheville and kind of going back to it has something for everyone. We know that at least when we were originally planning that timing would be something, you know, we're going to be taking up two days of, of folks time. So if Sunday, if they could enjoy certain things, um, like biscuit head that we wanted them to be able to do that. Um, and if we do something, it may be something just kind of intimate at the house that we have, but it's not anything that's, that's so forced because we do want them to enjoy the day. Yeah. And, uh, and about how many guests are you expecting? for the- We're looking at 125 to 150. We're hopefully 125. <laughs> Well, it's funny because uh, I had another wedding planner on the podcast and she said that the typical like 80% um, attendance rate doesn't apply to Asheville because everyone wants to come here. And so it's more like 90 or 95. So uh, just something to consider when you're sending out those invites. Well, you know, it's funny because um, a lot of our friends, I think um, with our ages, we're in like the second wave of... um, of babies that are coming through uh, with friends. And so a lot of them were not going to be able to attend this year because they were expecting. And now next year, those new mommies are excited. Um, but we're thinking maybe there's going to be some uh, pandemic pregnancies that may, you know, maybe offset those numbers. Yeah. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? Yeah. So <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, one thing we're curious how those numbers are going to fluctuate just based on that. So yeah. we'll see. Well, when you were down here, um, did you have any favorite restaurants or bars or anything that you wanted to share with our listeners? Um, yes. So one place that I'm sure I would get made fun of uh, when the listeners here is I call it burial because I'm from the South. Um, but I know other people would say it's burial. Burial. Uh, Yep. So burial, um, (laughs) that honestly is my favorite. Um, Ralph would say green man. Of course that is, that is his top of the monk has been a place that we really like to, to go for a small uh, rooftop, even though the rooftop, uh, bars are great there. And, um, I'm going to, I'm going to forget this one, but I do like gin. So help me out on my favorite. Uh, is it the alchemist or the chemist? The chemist. The chemist. I always get it mixed up. So sorry, chemist. Um, <laughs> we do enjoy a good cocktail from them. Um, and as far as restaurants, we, I've got to say, if you look at any of the guides, we've, we've kind of hit them all up and we enjoy them, but I'm really excited to try one of your recommendations, which is Vivian. Mm. Um, I actually recently recommended to a friend who was in the area two weeks ago Mm. um, and just following their post. So I am excited to visit them. I have not yet. Well, you know, they used to be at burial. Oh, I did not know that. Look at that. Yeah. Josiah and Shannon, 
ran Salt and Smoke, which was the on-site permanent food truck. Oh, that's where they, you know, they had their own thing. They were developing their own menu and everyone loved their stuff. They were, you know, that was half the reason I think people came to Burial. I mean, it's great beer there, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people wanted really good food at the brewery. So they went to Burial. Um, Makes sense to me. And they moved into Vivian. I believe it was, it was a bit before I started my business. So it was a little two and a half, maybe two and a half years ago or so. Because I actually applied to be a bartender there. Oh, how about that? Yeah, but luckily I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, we now never I have had a, this. Now I have a booming mobile bar business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're great. I love that spot. And yeah, I, I hope you get to try it uh, when you're next down here. It's definitely on the list. So, I mean, I, I don't think there's too many places not to go in Asheville. Uh, you know, I would, I did see, unfortunately, there's a few that aren't making it through everything. So I'm a little sad to see that. Um, but I think as long as um, local support is there and we can slowly start to travel back there that we can keep those good uh, businesses in, in, in business. For sure. Yeah. And our, when's your next um, trip down here? We don't know Either. yet. Oh, still working on that. Unfortunately, due to New York restrictions, um, we aren't able to travel right now um, with the quarantining and everything and what possibly could be. So we are hesitant, but it is top of the list to to get back down there and just to really enjoy the um, just the mountains in general and and to get away and and enjoy a place that we love. Well, maybe um, I don't know, maybe sometime in April, uh, a couple months before the wedding. I don't know if that's too close to the wedding, but. No, no, no. We definitely will be doing either like a 60 day or 30 day um, trip regardless. So that we will, we will see you then. Awesome. Yeah. And you can come by my space and I think it's been almost, it'll be almost two years since we (laughs) tried anything. So we we can give you a little refresher on the house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, we, we do need to nail, you know, nail it down. So I think taste testing is the only way to go. Um, well, that kind of brings me to uh, one of my last points, and that's the priorities that you have for your wedding. So, you know, some people, they want to throw down on flowers and have a magnificent floral arrangement on every table. Other people are going to go hard on a live band, you know, or a mobile bar or whatever it is, you know, maybe a really nice photographer. So um, another one of my <laughs> podcast wedding uh planner interviews um she mentioned having just like three priorities and kind of sticking to that do you think you were able to do that to kind of get those top three things or were you able to get more or less or how do you relate to that idea of prioritizing your vendors or at least aspects of your wedding um and making that happen oh i i don't know if i've ever looked at it like in a quantifying aspect but i would say that um, one thing that everybody talks about when they go to a wedding is the food and the bar. So those were our two top, uh, priorities that we did not want to hold back on that we really wanted to make sure, um, were an enjoyable experience. And they were not only foods that we would enjoy, but then also our guests, um, our menus are not something that was solely what we would choose. It's thinking about, um, the masses in this. And, and really not saying, here's a, here's a, here's an airline chicken dish, you know, that's not what we're doing. Then 
and really that's that lends itself to knowing what smash can do um, right and kind of going back to that but then also providing that overall experience for our for our guests because it's not just one day it's a weekend no one lives in Asheville so if we can create an overall fun experience that brings together two sides then we've accomplished our goal so if somebody leaves hungry that's on them um, that's the way we're looking at it we also are doing things with um, Sunshine Sammy's um, as well as a bakery out of South Carolina. So there's going to be food, you know. <laughs> so again, if you can't leave um, full and have a few uh, drinks, I can't help you, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you mentioned uh, Sun Sunshine Sammy's. They are the ice cream sandwich shop and they're located kind of on the south slope right near downtown Asheville. Yes. Are you get hiring their truck or are they bringing a table to set up the sandwiches or what's going on there? So we initially did not get the truck, um, but we did have Smash's truck. So for late night snack. Now um, that has since flipped and we will have Sunshine's truck for, um, for ice cream. Um, oh, cool. And then... Uh, yeah, we won't have the truck for a smash, but I think that's okay. We know the food's still going to be great and yeah. and everything like that. So, yeah, there's, I mean, I don't know if I answered your question. I just got concentrated on food there for oh. a second. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it but sounds yeah, like I, yeah, food and Bev are a big priority for you, and you made that happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the music's going to be great, too. I think um, we've made it a rule, our own rule, that we won't be having any current music. Um, so no, like nothing 2000s, nothing no Bruno Mars. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so it's going to really be a, a Southern wedding in the sense that we want to provide that experience to everyone, either that they've had it and they've missed it or that they've never experienced it. Um, and so the music's all going to be, um, sixties and seventies rock. You said, so you said it's a live band. It is. Yes. Oh, wow. It is through, um, Erica Berg Hardwick, I believe that's her new married name. Um, and the, uh, collective. Oh gosh. She's going to kill collective me on that music one. Solutions. Yes. Thank you. That's her band. I, I promise. I love her and their music yeah, is yeah. great. Um, but yeah, so they're going to be performing the music throughout the event for us. So. That'll be fun. I love, I love a live band at a wedding. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I gotta say we didn't originally go with that. Um, but I don't know if anybody says thanks to COVID. Uh, <laughs> we decided that was going to be something that we would be able to then include, um, and to give again, more, more money back to our vendors in a, in a small way to hopefully help them continue long-term. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. Well, I'm really looking forward to, your wedding weekend. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm glad we could find a date to reschedule because I know we already had like a bunch of weddings booked in May already. So, um, so glad we could make a June date work for you guys. And I'm looking forward to seeing you and Ralph uh, next time you're in town. Yeah, same here. Thank you so much for having me. This is a uh, first podcast. I hope I, uh, you know, kept everybody uh, <laughs> listening. <laughs> you did great, Ashley. Thank you so much for your time. And I'm sure all our listeners really appreciate 
uh, your feedback, whether it's from a vendor's point of view or for another couple's. I think there's a lot of good information here about selecting vendors, selecting venues, um, that whole process. So I appreciate your time and thank you for jumping on Pistons and Prosecco. Thank you. See you soon, Ashley. Bye. Bye.